You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 49. Woo! We're almost to 50. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited too. We got to do something special for the 50th. I don't know. What do you do for the, what's 50? 50 is gold. Okay, every listener should bring us gold. <laughs> I like that, gold. I will take it. I'll take it. We like gold. Gold. Or, or watch the Leprechaun What's movies. What's kind of gold? Champagne. What else is gold? Um, Bacardi's gold. Tequila's gold. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. Though, honestly, I, well, I, I do love tequila. Uh, and and you're, the bottle of tequila you've given me recently... Yeah, it's about a quarter, almost almost out. But uh, uh, I've been drinking a lot of scotch lately, too. Oh, that's kind of goldish. Yeah, so, so scotch. <laughs> mm, scotch. That'll I'm, work. I feel like an old man when I'm drinking scotch. I was like, I can tell you about the war. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said about um, wine out of a box. I said I would never drink wine out of a box because I always felt like little old ladies or desperate women drink wine out of a box and tonight i'm drinking wine out of a box oh not even that uh my co-host today stephanie here is a an, a, uh, a giant alcoholic baby she has a wine <laughs> sippy cup i do i do i have a plastic with a lid on it and everything sippy cut that i'm drinking my well i don't want to spill on the equipment you know <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Not like an adult. Like, like I'm drinking water at a tiki glass here. It's like, <laughs> I don't have a lid. I'm good. You're good. I'm good. <laughs> but, you know, as, as the podcast goes on, you may have done the wine. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. This week's episode is brought to you by Validation. Um, you can check that out at validationcomic.com. You can listen to the ad here. Validation, the webcomic. Written by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford, follows the story of Allie, a transgender girl doing her best to live a fulfilling day-to-day life. Follow her triumphs and challenges as she dives into a sea of science fiction, web comics, cosplay, conventions, and of course, dinosaurs. Catch this charming webcomic every Monday and Thursday at validationcomic.com. Validation, the webcomic. Should check that out. It's a great comic. Once again, that's validationcomic.com. Check it. Check it out. I'm a big fan. Uh, I read it every Monday and w- Thursday. And uh, uh, Kelsey and Christian uh, are very, very dear friends of mine. And uh, I'm wishing them nothing but success. It's a really good comic. So onward. And uh, so, um, oh, I should introduce myself. Even though the nice lady did beforehand. <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. I am joined as always by my lovely co-hosts. Stephanie, yeah, hi. I get you like a like a, a moniker. I do. I need one. I I don't know. Um, I mean, because I am the pop culture Native American spirit guide or Native American pop culture spirit guide, whichever it's interchangeable. I know. What's German? We got to think of something that's German. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Later. You're giving me that look. I'm like Later. like like <laughs> sausage, <Later>. and beer. <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> Never mind. We'll come up with something. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> what else are they known for? Uh, taking over the EU, apparently, because after Britain's gone, I mean, Germany's been like... Oh. Uh, what's the chancellor's name? Uh, uh, Merkel? She has just been like... She's, we, awesome. she's like we've got this. We don't we don't need Britain, and so that's she, right. She's Germany doesn't need anybody wagging her finger at Turkey, and you know, Turkey's like we're gonna start the death penalty again. <laughs> Germany's like y'all, that's a bad idea, guys. Y'all want to be up in this EU? Y'all can't do that. <laughs> you you cannot. I mean, I, I figured that's how she she sounds. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is because she's from Southern Germany, I'd imagine. So I, I don't know where she's from. I'm sorry, <laughs> no clue. <laughs> <laughs> the south side of Germany. <laughs> That's it. So what are we talking about tonight? Uh, I think we should start off with Suicide Squad. Yes, absolutely. And so I saw Suicide Squad Thursday. I saw it Friday. And so I saw the preview, you saw the opening night, and uh, let's compare notes. Um, ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I um, Well, when I went into it Friday, I, I already knew how you felt about it after you saw it, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, that is not a like a spoiler. <laughs> How does Scotty feel? Well, I'll just the, wait. <laughs> it, well, it was it was on your Facebook, like immediately, <laughs> right? Like, so I, didn't, it's I, not... I did not waste any time. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, I went in um, with lower expectations, uh, and I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I, I I can see some of your points. It's not you know, it had, it had flaws, but I thoroughly enjoyed. It, it was. It, it was enjoyable. I mean, I can't think of another word. I had fun. I, it was fun. I had fun watching it. I, I wanted liked it. to have fun. Now, um, I didn't care for it, and that's how I put it. I was, I was, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't like it. I was very meh about it, and I kind of felt bad. I had to think about why I was meh about it, and part of the reason I think is. You know, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, I had a different viewing experience than most people did. Or everyone in my theater had this different viewing experience. Because midway through the movie, I guess when they go through, when they first go to Midway City, um, there was a, I think this, something happened with the sound. And so it sounds really hollow. It sounded like a, like a 90s action flick. And for a second, I thought it was a, a, a director's choice and then I was like no the, the sound's really flat and so that took me out of right. it a little bit um, but that being said um, I liked a lot of elements I thought Will Will Smith was great he was great I loved Margot Robbie as I loved her take on Harley Quinn uh, it was almost perfect I was I was really happy with it um, I liked Jared Leto's um, Leto's um, Joker, and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. He is not Heath Ledger. He is not Mark Hamill, but I did enjoy him. I see. I didn't enjoy his Joker, but I don't. But that being said, I, I don't enjoy him in in much of anything. Really, I, well, he's great in the movies. I think he's he's just weird. <laughs> For me. weird, but, but that's what I'm saying. I can't get past that. You got to take him out of it. I mean, uh, otherwise you can't watch like Daniel Day Lewis because Daniel, you because you know what all the stuff Daniel Day just weird, right? Daniel Day Lewis is like, so but I am I like a Lincoln. It. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I like Daniel Day Lewis, so yeah. But anyway, I didn't really care for his Joker a whole lot. I did like the um, relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn, though. Oh, it's very authentic to the right. comic. 
Um, I liked. Hold on. Um, yeah, that's so. Yeah. Oh, oh, Batfleck. I love Batfleck. I do too. I'm a fan of Batfleck. I, I think. Too. I think the way this is turning out, Batfleck may be my favorite Batman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I it, for the longest time it was Christian Bale. Were you I, were you up there with Where's Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not it's not I'm so much. It, I like the, the darkness of of the Christian Bale Batman. <laughs> I like I like that super uber dark. But Batfleck has that darkness too, so I, I like that. I I, I like Batfleck. I, I do too. I really like Batfleck in this movie. As brief as it was, <laughs> and I was like, I honestly I could have watched. Batfleck, Deadshot, Joker, and Harley Quinn, and that would have been fine with me. I liked Pyro. Uh, Diablo? El Diablo, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, Duh. Um, Pyro's, a, Pyro. Pyro's Py- Marvel, yes, I know. Py- Pyro's Thank an you. X-Men. I know that. I don't um, know what I was it thinking. It's the same guy, right? Right. <laughs> one's Australia, one, one's a Chulo. I mean, it's just <laughs> you know what I meant, El Diablo. Um, You know, Diablo's neat, uh, but I- he... he on the scale of like, he's the guy in the middle, and then everyone else is terrible. Right, but I like the backstory and stuff. So yeah, that's what I—I right. I don't know. There, were, there were a couple of characters that were obviously red shirts. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, this is a shout out because I am the Native American pop culture spirit guide. So the only Native American actor uh, dies in the, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yay us. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, uh. Strides, we're making strides. I groaned. I did it loud. I was uh, like, uh. I was like, uh. oh, he's gonna, oh yeah, he's gonna go away and die. Spoiler alert. Um, well, but it was obvious just from how they even presented him that he was had a big red shirt on. Yeah, it was just terrible. Um, a lot of my friends liked Captain Boomerang. I could have done without. Uh, I didn't even recognize who that was until after the movie. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I know. It was good to see the Flash. The Flash cameo was neat. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm not a Flash fan. I'm not a DC guy. I think, I don't know if this is part of my problem. Um, I'm, 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 I'm a diehard Marvel fanboy, but. I am too. I'm more, except for Wonder Woman. Right. And, but, you know, I'll enjoy, I want a good movie and I'll give DC a chance because I, I think my frustration is, is this. Marvel's doing this well. Most, most of the time, not. All, I'm sorry for the people out there. Not all their Marvel films are great. Um, I'm not a fan of the either Thor film, um, uh, the Incredible Hulk, the one with um, Ed Norton's not great. Um, really not crazy about most of the Iron Men. Ooh, um, I love all the Iron Men. I, I can, I can, I, I saw them all in theaters. And I don't have to... In fact, I'll put it this way. I'm not really a fan of Phase 1 Marvel. I see them. I saw them in theaters. I don't have to watch them again. And if they do come on, I'll, I may turn them. And so... Okay. Fair um, enough. Phase 2, I'm, I really like. Uh, well, Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is great. Civil War is not Phase 3, but Civil War is great. Um, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I loved Ant-Man. I loved... Oh, yeah. Those were great. Um... I liked the kind of direction they were going to. But, the, and, but that being said, I understand that you had to build somewhere. And so Marvel took the idea of doing story first. Warner Brothers, I don't think, has figured that out. No. Uh, I, 
I don't like. There's a lot about the the visual aspect of the DC movies that I don't like, and I can't really put my finger on it. But I just don't, especially in comparison to Marvel. Right. Um, there's something about the way they look that does not pull me in. Um. I, I it, it's they're almost too cartoonish or something. Well, I mean, the Marvel films, I mean, the DC films have this liking or hating um, this essence of Zack Snyder all over them. I love Zack Snyder films, minus Man of Steel. Um, I'm a fanboy for Batman vs. Superman, both of them, but the theatrical and the Ultimate Edition. I liked them both. I did. I really did. I was really surprised how much I enjoyed it, especially as much as I hate Man of Steel. And, but, Man of Steel, but, once again, much like Phase One Marvel, I um, I understand that Man of Steel was trying to build a context for this universe as I Snyder is trying to build. Right. That's becoming this DC universe. So, you know, while Batman and Superman are not true to their comic book counterparts, they work well in the establishment, the established confines of. Man of Steel, the universe that they have created. Right. So, and and that being said, so does Suicide Squad to an extent. It does. It does fit. Um, okay, I watched Man of Steel and I hated it. Hated Man of Steel. I watched Batman, Superman, and I did not like it. I think I felt like like you did on the Suicide Squad. Right. It was like I didn't care for it. Loved loved Ben Affleck. Loved Batfleck. Yeah, yeah I'll watch um, Batfleck all day. Did not. I, but I don't like I don't like the Superman as, aspect of those movies, and I think that kind of brought it down to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, but both of those movies were slow, as far as it just seemed like this the it, they they dragged in the beginning. You know, they took a while to kind of get the, going. With the exception, I guess, Sucker Punch kind of throws. I love Sucker you. Punch. Oh, Sucker Punch is great. Oh I, my we, god, we will defend Sucker. Everyone hates Sucker Punch and stuff like you, no, me, and like four other people. Sucker Punch is Sucker great. Punch. So, and, and, um, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's fun. It's awesome. But see, that's exactly the what I felt about Suicide Squad. It, as far as being different from the, right. the, the other movies, is it was more fun. It was more um, uh, up. It was a, more of an upbeat you know, right. film. So it, it I enjoyed is, it. It is, it is a more of a film. I think the performances were great. Yes. I think they what failed them was a story. There's no story in this thing. You, it's introductions is all right, it is. Right, right, right. And so you have a villain who is not... I mean, it's a supernatural entity. And you don't see much of it, really. And like when the peril happens, they're not there to stop it. They just kind of happen to do that. Um, it wasn't believable or didn't work for me at all. And so, it was a waste. Yeah, I I did not like, you know, you get the Suicide Squad together and that's their first mission. No. Well, their first mission is to go go rescue people, but it's, it's, it's like, like I said, nothing happens. Nothing interesting happens. I like Joker getting involved and getting, you know, I liked that stuff. I like Joker looking for Harley, trying to figure out where she's at right. after he abandoned her because it, that's what Joker does. It, it's, like I said, hate him or not, 
I like the choices that Jared Leto. The only thing I don't like is the the meth metal mouth grill thing. I, yeah, that, that was the only thing I'm not. I'm just like, like visually, visually, just it it's, it doesn't seem Joker to me. Right. However, I did like the tattooed smile on his hand. Yes, that was great. And so, <laughs> yeah, and Stephanie showed it's a it's an audio podcast, but I Stephanie know. just showed off. She has a tattoo of a mustache on, her, on the inside of one of her fingers, and so she was showing it off. So if you ever go to a con and meet her, she'll do that for you. Yes, absolutely. Which sounds kind of kinky. But um You can see my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that on a sign at the that when we're at Shocker Con. See Stephanie's mustache. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I you know, I liked those flashback things with like uh Harley dancing and the guys like into her and jokers are like do you want her and the dude knows better i mean he's he's like like, no it's 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 fun um i just feel like the villain was lame i thought the story to getting to the villain was lame and then again and then on the other side the sound was off for me so that pulled me out of a lot of it the sound was good i'll just let you know what you're missing well i mean (laughs) the sound was great i was hoping it was mixed better than it was than the one we got and i understand we got the you know the the Thursday night preview print or whatever. And so, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, in the end, I gave it like a B minus. That's not bad. No, I, I mean, like I said, I didn't hate it. I just like, I don't really have a desire to see it again. And if I do see it again, I'll just fast forward all well, the good see, parts. see, I give it around a B. So, you uh, know, so we're, we're about the same. same. Just, I mean, I didn't hate know. it. I mean, like I mean a, it's not Man of Steel terrible. Man no, of Steel is terrible. That was terrible. It's terrible. Great actors and just done poorly. So, do you like Superman? I hate Superman. No wonder you don't like the Man of Steel or or, or Batman. Superman. I can't stand Superman. I, I like I like soups in. I um, also don't like Captain America for the same reason. I don't like Superman. They're very like black and white characters. There's no. I mean, for me, they're oh, but, but they're movie very, ca- movie cap so awesome. Movie cap. I mean, I enjoy watching. Oh, I love movie them, cap. But, but as far as comic book characters go, I'm not a fan of um, paladins. There you go. I got you. <laughs> I'm not a she, fan of paladins. She doesn't play paladins when she plays D and D. I she, don't. I'm not a fan of paladins. She doesn't play paladins. So yeah, she's more of like a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna backstab you. Is what we're trying to say. Yes. Yes. She wants double damage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I've never been a Superman fan at all. I, you know, I. I'm not crazy about Superman either. Um, I don't read many Superman comics, but um, I like the choices in Batman versus Superman. I like, like I said, in the con in the in the confines of the story of this universe. I like him trying to figure out his way and questioning the fact if this world is terrible, why am I doing this? Right, and I and I and, and can appreciate that, I, and and that's a lot of the criticism is like, well, Superman would never, it, it, comic book Superman may never do that, but he has. Hell, they had him go on a walk or through America and do you know to kind of ground himself in the in the comics, but in in the film, I like the fact that he's having this kind of crisis and i think realistically anybody would kryptonian or human i mean i don't there i mean if he's raised human and he's got human values especially he's got good you know midwestern values right yeah, and so he takes those 
what he, he he's taught by his father, especially to heart. So this weighs heavy on him. I mean, he goes out and he does this and he tries to save the day and they hate him for it or, and they're bringing him up on these. It's not all working out the way it should work out. And so that, that would make me question too. And I love Martha saying, you know, be their hero or don't. It's powerful. Right. And it's just, Hated. They're not really, you know, if, if, yeah, Superman, he's supposed to do this. And it's like, it's okay to stretch that. I would like to see him do more of that. I think I could like him better if he, if I could see him struggle more with, with those sort of things. He needs Superman with the issues. Is he needs, he needs <laughs> some, he needs some issues. Yeah. I like, I like guys with issues. <laughs> Batman's got issues. Yeah, Batman's got a ton of issues. So, but overall, um, you know, I've telling everyone if you've seen Suicide, who hasn't seen Suicide Squad, if you're on the fence, if you see it, save the money, see it as a matinee or save it as a red box. But um, I mean, if you're a completist and you want to to see all, go see it. I mean, you know, don't listen to us. I mean, this is our, you know, our opinion of it. Um, I, I I just don't think Warner Brothers has gotten it yet. I don't think they've Not got yet. a clue. And I think they're looking at this as most other studios looking at are looking at this as uh, well. Comic book movies are are popular. We'll, we've got we have comic book properties, and we'll put some. They'll see it anyway, and we do. We'll see it anyway, and then we'll talk bad, bad about, about it. it. But they're not respected, and which is a shame because Suicide Squad looks so good. And I and I think that's another problem with it. The trailer kind of looked amazing. It got me hyped, and these are characters I don't normally care about, but I'm really hyped to see this. I didn't care about Suicide Squad until I was watching Arrow, right. the series, and that's really get, what got me into it. It's like I've oh, not I seen like any this. of the CW stuff. I, oh, oh, that's your jam. Yeah, Arrow's great. I, I mean, I watch the Flash too. Flash is good. Arrow's great. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, uh, see, I actually downloaded CW Seed the um, app for iPad. To, to watch things because uh, Mad TV's back. Really? Right. And and that was my first. And I love sketch comedy anyway. And I loved Mad TV back in the day. And so um, it, I think it came on the night, the last week we had podcast. And so I had forgotten about it. And then I just flipping channels and I heard about it. I was like, or saw something in an article. I don't know. I, anyway, put it in my brain. I was like, I'll check the, I'll check out this app. And so the app has all, all those episodes. And it's also got uh, Constantine, which was great. Oh, yeah. And so, um, because I love I love Hellblade. Well, Arrow and Flash is also on Netflix. Oh, cool. So, well, then I'll have to catch up when I I'll do some binge watching. Right there you go. I get ready for uh, Luke Cage too. Luke Cage is the September thirtieth. So that'll be good. I won't get to see it until we're back from West Virginia, but well, I'll be with you. Yeah, so, so we won't get to see it until then. But we'll binge watch it when it's over. Um, speaking of Netflix. Um, unless you want to still dive in the land of Suicide Squad. Oh no, I'm I'm done with Suicide Let's Squad. Let's go into the Upside Down. Oh, I'd love to go into the Upside Down. If you've not seen, okay, let me let me preface this. If you were born between 1970 and 1980, no, 1970 and 1970, 82. Uh, let's say that. Or 70. No, 70. If you're born in the 70s. If you're born in the 70s, let's do that. Um, that's why I have a co-host. She, she keeps me straight. She's born in the 70s. So you lived through that part of the early 80s. Um, and you like 
the Spielberg and John Carpenter and Stephen King. Stephen King, and you've not seen Stranger Things. I feel sorry for you. Oh, best thing I have seen probably in twenty years. It's it's definitely it's my favorite. amazing. It's definitely my favorite thing this year. It's already August, and I'm like I'm trying to figure out. You know, and and I'm best really sad. I'm I'm almost sad that it's a Netflix original because. That being said, if it's a Netflix original, I'm going to sit and watch the whole thing. And then I'm not going to have anything else, more of it to watch. Right. If it came on another channel, then I would only get to watch it once a week. But at least I would have something to look forward to. Now I have to wait, what, a year? Uh, if, maybe if, longer. Maybe longer, because they don't know. Because far as of this recording, they haven't picked up for a second season. They will, but they haven't yet. Right, so it's um, it was amazing. I'm I was sad when I finished it. All right, so uh, if you've not seen it, we'll we'll do some. There may be spoilers, but we'll try to keep it as less spoilery as we can. Um, so it's a story that happens in 1983. It feels like 1983. It's like watching ET. That's it, how it looks like. What I mean, it's everything. It's, yeah, and so uh, it's about a little boy who goes missing, and. Uh, it's split up into kind of three separate stories. The mother looking for him, the police department looking for them, his three friends looking for them, and then um, one of those friends' older sister and her involvement in this. And uh, it gets very, very supernatural. It gets very... Um, I mean, seriously, I've, always, I've described it as... Stephen King meets, um, well, no, I, I, if, if Steven Spielberg's E.T. and John Carpenter's The Theme had a love child and it was Firestarter, that's what this is. I mean, it's a really good mix of those those three things. It is. It's you, it has um a lot. You it has a lot of Stephen King elements on purpose. No, There's yeah. a lot of Stephen King specific Easter eggs all through it, which I absolutely loved because I love Stephen King. Um, it's got, um, even though I don't know if it was intentional or implied, I haven't read anything about it, but to me, it felt um, a, a lot like watching maybe an X-Files episode. I mean, it's it kind of, was... It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind, of, kind of that twinge to it. Which, even though that wasn't the 80s, right. but it still has that kind of creepy... Yeah. X-Files feeling too. But then again, like, part of the story is told through the, 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 the story of these three boys who find this science experiment girl... And it goes into a mix between E.T. and Firestarter with her. That's one story. Right. And then you've got this other story that's, you know, while they're looking for this, this this mother's looking for the boy. Her house is haunted by the him because the boy's missing. Oh, yeah. but the way the way he's missing, he's still there. Oh, it's got a lot of poltergeist it's elements. Very, yeah, it's a lot of poltergeist elements to it. Um, and then, you know, you got your creepy government involvement agency like uh like the shop that's in you know firestarter and um golden years and a couple other things right but you know it's it's and the monsters are, are there's monsters oh my god there's monsters and it's great it and, is awesome and there's tons of dungeons and dragons in it <laughs> oh god these little kids it's how it starts off yeah they're playing D. I love it it's it was fantastic at, at an age where my you know i was playing D at that age too and and because these kids are like I guess they're in middle school, and uh, I was playing in middle school, and my mother thought I was worshiping the devil. I wish I had this to be like, no, mom, this is because she never saw what we were doing. 
D and D is the farthest thing from worshiping the devil, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's just it, it's so funny because and then I'm walking watching it and going, God, we were that lame. It was awesome. <laughs> These kids and it is it's it's, it's got a lot of um, the the kids. Uh, it starts off with four, and then one of them goes missing, of course, and um, it there's a lot about the kids that is very much like Stand by Me or the Goonies or yeah, any of good. those, you know. But there's a lot with these these kids working together, you know, to find their friend. And they are goobers. They're the biggest nerds, geeks, whatever. It is great. I love it. I love yeah, it. One kid still has his baby teeth because of some weird bone disease he's got. And he speaks with a lisp. And, <laughs> you know, he is like triply screwed. He's also a nerd. Yeah. And the other kid is goofy looking. And there's bullies. And, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it is every... Early '80s movie kind of wrapped into one. It's so good. There's a chicken there with glasses that looks like the girl from the Goonies. Barb. Everyone Barb. loves Barb. I love Barb. Everyone loves Barb. In fact, there's a rap song about Barb that we're going to share at the end of the episode that you will love. It'll be great. It'll be great. There'll be a video uh, attached to the website version. So, uh, so I had um, someone who who listens to our podcast and they, wow i know right <laughs> all right thank you <laughs> actually um uh talk to me about this because you know we hinted that we were going to talk about the um stranger things this week and um she was texting me and she says hey she says my brother came up with this um a uh, great point about stranger things i don't know if you paid attention to and i'm like well what is that and she said um well will you know gets you know, caught. Yeah, well, well, the little boy that goes missing. Right, that's the one that goes missing. And she says, think about it. Usually in, in shows like this or in scary movies, people that get caught are the ones that do everything wrong. They run towards the danger. They go upstairs instead of downstairs and out. They don't, you know, call for help. They don't, you know, they do all the stupid stuff. Right. And they get caught. But here's Will, who actually did all the right things. He did run from the danger. He mm -hmm. ditched his bike and tried to run home. He called for his mother. He dialed 911. He tried to hide away from it. He did everything. Loaded a gun. Loaded a gun. <laughs> tried to shoot at the danger. He did everything right and still got caught. That's how bad the big bad was. Yep. Yeah, it still gets you. Actually, I think it's interesting that everyone who, who was who's not doing the right thing in this doesn't get caught. I mean, the boys sneak out to go looking. I mean, while they're right. noble, noble causes, they're still breaking the rules. And I mean, they ditch school. They they hide the science experiment in one hand. You know, who's great? And uh, this is a little girl from Spain. Um, uh, and um, in real life, not on the show. Yeah, no, no, but she's from Spain, and that's, that's what her IMDb says. And uh, she's her name is Eleven on the show. Which is the saddest thing I've had. I know. Right. What is your name? Eleven. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and she has no hair. She's they shaved her, and uh, which also is sad, but works. It looks good on her. Yeah, it works. Makes her look tough. I it, like it. Yeah, it does. Kind of, kind of scary looking. Yeah, <laughs> like she's she's gonna do some damage, which. She can. <laughs> so uh, it's not been picked up for a second season, but it looks like it will, because. Um, I think Netflix has not. I think they've picked up everything except like one or two shows in their history. I mean, even stuff like Marco Polo, which is not that great, or um, Hemlock Grove, which is not that great. 
And uh, I've never seen that. Oh, it's 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 not that great. Oh well, that's there's good. three seasons of that. Not that great. Um, Orange is a new black. Excellent. <laughs> yes, very I'm good. Just saying, very good. Um, I like House Cards. Um, yeah, what's the, oh, uh, of course, Netflix is a home of all the Marvel stuff. Oh yes, <laughs> true. And that that makes me happy. Um, the the Duff Brothers who created um, Stranger Things did, talked about in an interview about you know possibilities, and the the thought is that um, you know my original thought was that Stranger Things would make a great anthology series, so much like uh, American Horror Story. Oh, that would because you know it's eight episodes and it's a complete story. It's a complete story. There's questions at the end, but it's a complete story. True. And so, um, like, let's um, let's have stories on numbers one through ten, or just something different, like American Horror Story does. Yeah. And, um, but apparently that's not the direction they're going. Um, uh, the if they do another season, the next season will happen in a few years. It like not a, it will take place later in the timeline. So, um, like eighty five or eighty six. Okay. To compensate for the young actors aging, and so they said they also would like to do an eight bit, like an like an NES style video game, kind of as a bridge. Okay, I, I would be on board for that. I would, I would, I would support this. I would so, watch. I, <laughs> we could do it as a, a let's play, and she could watch. It'd be great. <laughs> there you go. Playing eleven and killing monsters. I would oh all day long. I'll do the commentary because. Oh, know, that would be great. So <laughs> we 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 had to we had to do some let's plays and let Stephanie do commentary. That'd be great. Um, I was reading that uh, the kid who played the, uh, I think the older brother. Yep. Is going to be in the new It movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, there a, a new Stephen King. It's coming out. There's a there's a lot of new, new Stephen King stuff coming out. So there's it, um, and uh, the Dark Tower's coming. Really, I didn't know. Yeah, that. Um, uh, what is it? Um, I I don't want to screw up his name. I always do. So I'm going to go to IMDb real quick. Um, so definitely talk while I look. Oh well, okay. So it's coming out, and I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Actually, uh, I watched the. Film the original one and I watched it recently actually, but last couple months I haven't I haven't watched it in years. I watched it when it when it first came out and I loved it except for the ending. I thought it was cheesy and ruined the whole movie. So I, I, I was disappointed. The second half of the movie is not nearly as strong as the first half because um, I, I mean it, it aired in two nights on ABC in nineteen eighty. Nine, uh, 90, 90. And um, it, I think it aired on a Sunday and a Tuesday. I think because I skipped for Monday Night Football. I'm trying to remember. And this, this I, God, I, I don't even remember right, details so, like that. So um, it's, my, it's my stupid, stupid brain. No, it's um, awesome. It's like I can't do math, but man, I can tell you when it was on. Um, and so, so the first half is about the kids, and which is great and scary and. And then the second half about the adults, which starts out kind of scary, and then just goes quickly lame. And I don't hate it, but um, it, you know, I, I I seem left interested on that second half. Well, like most things, the book was better. Oh yeah, no, well, I think so. If if I recall, all the boys have sex with a girl though. In the movie, or in the, the book. book? 
Well, and that that's weird. All the boys having sex? No, with the g- one girl. Though. Oh. Uh, and so, because there's one girl in the group. Right, right. So I guess that's what you're supposed to do with her. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to strengthen their bond. If and I've read it, but it's been, I read it back in probably last time I read it was ninety one, ninety two. Right. So, but I, if I remember that correctly, I may be so, 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 <laughs> I have to look it up again. But say I don't remember that specifically. I, so because I, I kept thinking it was weird, and the ending was weird of the book too. So it was like. But I like the deadlights. The whole idea of the deadlights was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So the Dark Tower is coming out in 2017, and it's uh, Idris Elba. Oh, I love him. Uh, he is Roland. He's the gunslinger, which is going to be awesome. And Matthew McConaughey is the man in black, so he's he's Walter. And so I think that's a good choice. I also would like to see, and I heard rumors, but um. They've never been confirmed. I don't think they've been confirmed. I'm looking up. So they're the, they were also planning a stand oh, film. I would love to and, see that on a film instead of a series. And I like I take it as a series. I, I it, like the series. I would just I, like to the, see it redone with modern technology and um, yeah, different I, like actors. Like an updated maybe. stand. I would honestly. I think the stand's so big. You should do it as a series. the The miniseries is great. I love the miniseries. I I watched it. I miss Reason. miniseries. I, yeah, they don't. We don't do those anymore. No, because you know you can do a thirteen episode run of something. And, right. But you know, do the stand, do it correctly. Throw it on HBO or Netflix or something, and do it. Um, because you can stretch it out. <laughs> that could go a few seasons. That would, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> and it would, it would be great. But um, that's one of my favorites, actually, Stephen King. The stand. So there's an it film coming out, uh, Dark uh, Tower. Matthew McConaughey was rumored to be Randall Flagg in the stand, but I think he ends up being Walter and um, well, the Man in Black in Dark Tower instead. But I, McConaughey would have been a great Randall Flagg. That's what I was really getting done about the stand. But yeah, stand so good. Gary Sinise is in that, and Ray Walston, and. Uh, Rob Lowe. Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald, yeah. Playing Fran. Yes. And, uh, oh, wow. I have watched it. I think I watched it back in May. It's the last time I've seen it. Because I picked it up. Um, uh, we had a video store that um, was going out of business, and I picked it up there oh, for wow. super cheap. And so, uh, and I watched it. So I guess May was the last time I've seen it. But I have a copy. If you've not seen it in a while, I'll let you borrow it. I'd like to see so it again. It's good. Been a while. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I love Stranger Things. I do too. Stranger Things is amazing. So watch it. Yeah, seriously, watch it. Tell us what you think. We'd love to know. Um, I, I want to. I need to do a rewatch. I really want to do a rewatch. I do too. And so, I'll probably do it next month. I'm trying to let it bleed off a little bit. Well, my husband hasn't seen it yet. Oh, that's so you so can watch I'll it with just him. Watch it again with him. Oh, that's cool. I'd like to see what Jamie's take on it is. He'll love it. It's, it's Hopefully. Oh, uh, the the other thing about Stranger Things that's great is the music. Um, I the music in Stranger Things is, um, I swear it was like, um, Tangerine Dreams soundtrack from um, Firestarter. It's that kind of synth music, right? And it's so so awesome. The titles of it seem like it's straight up, um. From 1980, whatever. <laughs> yep. Just can't say enough about it. I'm, yeah, I'm looking. I'm I know sta- you're looking I'm, up the, the music. Yeah, I'm looking up the music. what I'm doing. Stalling. Stalling for time. for time, so we can look up the music. We should have had that pulled up. I don't know why we didn't. Because uh, we we're an organic podcast, and that's what we do. I'm trying to get the band is a 
group out of Texas. They did play a Tangerine Dream song in the series. I mean, the band's called Survive, but it's uh, I think it's dots after every letter, if I if I remember correct. But yeah, uh, I listened to one of their albums last week, and it's so good. I was really into it. So check out Survive. I'm actually play some Survive, or at least tag some at the end of the post. So we'll see. Play the karaoke version. <laughs> yeah, there's a karaoke version of Stranger Things, uh, which was the theme, which was weird. I think I have that one. Yeah, but it, yeah, we'll have to. The visual part is well, no, not the visual, but it plays the music to the song. So, you know, you'll be able to hear what it says. It's kind of. Well, anyway, never mind. We'll add it. We'll put it at the end. We'll put we'll put all the Stranger Things. It's gonna be a Stranger Things tag. Place a lot of Stranger Things at the end. Um, so uh, also in the news this week, um, it's rumored and kind of confirmed that ABC is in talks with Lucasfilm for doing a Star Wars series on ABC. Hmm. Which makes sense because they've got Agents of Shield and they've done it with Marvel. Absolutely. And while Agents of Shield, I don't think is great. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I saw the first season, and I got through the first season. I didn't care about it. I, I, and, I, I, and I watched the first three episodes, and I'm like, I'm done. It got better. It <laughs> yeah, but it's still... I got better. <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. It's only a flesh wound. I got better. Uh, it just didn't do it for me. I, it didn't tickle your mustache. No, and then and then you know my ex husband told me, oh, it's really good. You should keep watching. So I didn't watch it. Oh, well, there, there you go. <laughs> Suicide Squad sound was out. I wasn't into it. You were like, my ex husband said he loved it. I'm like, no, I don't like this at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I give it one mustache. It wasn't that good. <laughs> so series, uh, what do you think? They are going to do. Um, wh- what are they going to do? Okay, they've got. That's a tough question because there's there's so much they could do. No, here here. I mean, do they have a plan? A specific plan? As far that? as I know, I I I am not sure. Um, I'm looking something up too while we're talking about this. Um, um, but. You know, they have a couple of choices they can go to that are economical, makes economical sense. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is do a series set in episode eight or episode seven. Right. And um, trying to, because um, they got all the sets and, and costumes and aliens and stuff like that. So you can do something pretty easy. Right. With that, um, I think you could also do the same thing with a Rogue One setting because you've got all that. I mean, those sets and sets of costumes are, are there. I think, yeah. Um, obviously, it's not going to, it's going to be a, like a side story. I wouldn't think they'd have any of the main no, it, characters. No, it, 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 it would be a new a new A new story, story rather. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, you don't want to see, you know, I mean, I don't want to see Ray on a small screen. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But um, I don't know. I think I'd like to see. Uh, well, of course, they're all already doing that with um, 
the animated series. Yeah. You know, the in between, though. Oh, uh, Rebels is yeah, so Rebels. good. It's so good. I do a podcast on it. That's how much I love it. I was like, I want to talk about it. I have not seen it. No, I'll fix that. We'll I see. I know. It. I need to. I need to. Um, Rebels does a really good job of balancing what happened after the Clone Wars and what happens after episode three and into episode four. four. And so it. I, I, and I do it right. And if you've not seen Rebels, um, if you're a Star Wars fan, definitely check it out. If you're a Firefly fan, check it out. If you ever want to see Firefly in Star Wars, check it out because that's basically what it is. Um, at this moment, I'm not ashamed to say that Star Wars Rebels is my favorite Star Wars. I like it better than any of the films. I need to see it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm... There's not too many people on this side of the line, but I, I, you know, Empire Strikes Back will always have a special place in my heart. I love Return of the Jedi. I, I really liked Force Awakens, uh, the prequels, Revenge of the Sith. You know, I'm not crazy about Star Wars, but we've I've had that discussion before on this podcast. Um, but to revamp, it's the coldest out of it because it has to introduce all these characters, and I just I get lost after a while. I just might lose interest in watching. I've seen it a, a lot of times, and it's fine. It's a fine movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a great movie. It's insulting calling it fine. I, mm-hmm. I get it. It's it's kind of how I feel about Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane's a great film, and I understand it. It has this historic place I, right. I, and why it's such a great filmmaker's movie. Star Wars, for me, is the same kind of thing. I understand why it's great, because before, before 77, they didn't make movies like this. Right. And after 77, that's all they made. And good or bad, that's what happened. In the end, I just don't think it's a strong story. I think Empire is a stronger story. I think Jedi is a stronger story. I think Force Awakens, while it's the same story, it's, you know, I like it a little better. Hmm. So, but that all. I like that. I think out of all of them, Empire is probably my favorite out of the movies. So good. It is so good. So good. You got Lando in that, and Lando's my hero. Ah. Which there's a lot of reference to Lando and Stranger Things going back. Yeah, there is some Lando stuff going on in Stranger Things. So it was kind of awesome. Another reason why I like it. It's a check mark for the win. Yes. Um, that being said, Rebels. What Rebels does is, it like I said, it bridges that gap, but it, it makes these really neat characters that that you 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 want to care about. And it takes a little bit to get there, like any good story, because at first you think it's like, oh look, it's Space Aladdin, because that's. Basically, the first episode is very right. much doing Space Aladdin. And then once you kind of get past that, you understand what's going on. By second season, oh, my God. The last, the finale of second second season is so heartbreaking. It's a kid's show, and I'm, like, trying not to cry. And it's it's because it's that intense, and it's... This is a show for children, and I'm like, I don't. Why are they? Dead? And then I've got to wait, you know, when six does months. When it come out on Netflix? Um, so or does it? Will it? It's not on Netflix now, and so what I assume is back in April or May, it was announced that Netflix would be the digital home for streaming for Disney. And so that does include okay. Luke, Lucasfilm and Marvel. And so, and that was supposed to happen in December. I mean, not December, September. And so I haven't heard anything else since then. And so if it does, I would imagine it hits in September, at least season one. That'll be nice. Because right now, the only way you can get us on Disney XD, I don't think you can get, or, or iTunes, I don't think you can get, um, or, or on Blu ray. But, um, would you, I, how about Amazon Prime? No. No. 
So Disney streams it itself through. I don't, I don't think you can get season one anymore. It's I think it's just season two, and then and then on iTunes you can get by the whole season of season one and season two is broken up into two and the the first episode separate sold. It's it's a mess on digital. I'm I'm not happy how Disney held handled the digital downloads for that because there was a controversy because people bought season passes and then they split it. And so you got basically half a season, then you had to pay again to get the other half midway through. That's what they decided. Oh no! I didn't do the season pass because I have uh, I have access to Disney XD, so I can watch I can watch it on the app when it shows up. And uh, but so I went back to, to, to buy them so I could have them on the iPad to watch whenever I was going to go do that. And then I saw that you know the first eight episodes are twenty bucks, the next eight episodes are twenty bucks, and then the 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 two part that's. They made a movie that starts season two. It's five bucks or seven bucks, maybe seven bucks now. And I'm like, all right, I'm about to pay forty seven dollars to to watch. I mean, it's a lot of episodes, but I'm like, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a cartoon. It is. I mean, I bought season one on Blu-ray for twenty bucks. You have to watch it and you have to figure it out. But the sad thing about that, like most modern DVDs, they don't have. Um, there's no digital download with it, so. Aww. Right, it makes me sad. Makes so, me sad. what do you want to see in the um, Star Wars series? Um, I, I would not what you think they're going to do. What, what would I would like to see, I, I would like to see what they should. They almost did because this is the third time I think they have tried to do a Star Wars series. Um, they tried to do one about five years ago. Or six years ago, and Ronald Moore, who did Battlestar Galactica, was going to ha- was show running it, and they had written like sixty episodes, and it was all about Coruscant and the underground of Coruscant, and it was about these two rival families, and it's like, you know, it's very, it's basically Star Wars Underworld. That sounds amazing, right? So you've got like, you know, you you don't need Jedi or this galactic battle. You've got this city tearing itself apart, and this underground. Crime syndicates doing all kinds of crazy stuff. That's a different, uh, you know, we get the militaristic and the religious aspect of Star Wars. We don't see everyday live stuff. And so this gives us everyday live stuff. That's kind of what I would like. I, I, we have gotten, we've gotten polite. We've gotten the, the battle between, you know, good and evil and the empire and the rebels. And, and I, I got that. I got that. That We have that plenty. Right. There's other stories to tell within the universe, and so there's other kinds of stories you can tell within the universe. You know, that's what I want. I want something that, you know, A, I've not seen before, B, with some interesting characters, and you can. there's a lot you can reach for. But So they had done like 60 episodes, complete episodes written. And so I don't know if they'll go back and look at some of the old scripts, but so I think it was going to be called Star Wars Underworld, and, and it was going to be amazing but alas it's like star oh, uh, star no. wars detours it didn't star wars detours was a cartoon that um um uh, robot chicken guys um did they had done 22 episodes and then the buyout it got shelved there are 22 episodes of this funny quirky Star Car- Wars cartoon that um, is just we'll never see. We'll never see. Or I keep hoping we will, but um, it just there's clips on it online. But it looks funny. <sighs> it looks funny, and 
um, Seth Green. That's who I'm looking for. Oh, Seth, I love Seth. Seth, Seth Green. He he uh, you know he does robot chicken. His his company. They had they 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 had produced episodes. They're done. They're they're, they're set, done. They're finished. Set, finished. They announced it like five years ago. Star Wars Celebration that they were going to do it. They did it. They showed some previews, and then the buyout happens, and it got shelved. And it got shelved because they didn't want to com- confuse people by having a a humorous Star Wars with this new film coming out. You know, this new right. Which I get. I get. I get totally get. But hmm. what would you like to see in a Star Wars show? I think, gosh, I never thought about it because I, you know, I don't, uh, I didn't think I'd ever see a Star Wars show. And so. you might not. I mean, it, it, it does, like I said, they're still in early talks. Wow. Um, I'm kind of with you. I don't know. You know, I didn't know about the underworld, but I'd like to see um, some other stories on, um, like you said, everyday life or ever other other things other than the same old, same old Uh I don't know. I, I can't really. I really don't have an answer to that. I would like to see. And you can have series. great cameos. Like it's yeah. it's not hard to put Boba Fett in a series for a little while, because no. the, because you know while the original actor who did his voice has passed away, but they've replaced him with the guy who played Jango Fett, and so that guy's still kicking. And Daniel Logan, who's an adult now, who played kid Boba Fett, would love to be adult Boba Fett in something. So throw him in. I mean, he did the voice for for him for Clone Wars. Um, I mean, I'd watch it. I don't know if I'd watch I mean, I would watch it. Fett. I don't know. If it's Star Wars on TV, I'm going to watch it. I, I just, have to say, and I know this is taboo. It's horrible, horrible that I can't, that this is going to come out of my mouth. But all I'm thinking is Star Trek series and how they've how they're all different, and right? Because we grew up that's that's what we grew up with on TV, right? As far as our, our space Ex- exactly. stuff. So um, and each one of them are different, but they're all centered around the military still, mm-hmm. pretty oh. much. So it's like I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you can still have the the military element. Uh, I mean, you can still have the galactic conflict. Right, the galactic conflict's fine. That that should be a base. It's like Walking Dead. Walking Dead's while it's a show with zombies, I don't think it's about zombies. It's about the people trying to survive the bomb- zombies or a backdrop. Exactly. So you have your galactic war as your backdrop. These people trying to f- make a living and do what they can, and that's why Rebels works. I mean, Rebels has that. While yes, they're a rebel cell, you get to see everyday life in that. That's kind of cool. It's kind of you know, there's farmers and merchants and all kinds of just bar owners and. It's a kid show. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and so it's like, it makes sense to me. Yeah, that'll be good. So just something closer to home, I guess. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. That'll be interesting. Hopefully they'll do it. But that'll then again, I'm, I, I am, the, I'm on the fence. And I'll tell you why I'm on the fence about it. Um, I, I, I'll watch it regardless. I've said that already on the podcast. I would watch this regardless. But it's also on ABC. It's and so the budget's not going to be there. And I don't know if I watch anything on ABC right now. I know, but I would watch. But I would watch. Star I would Wars. watch that absolutely. Gonna, but that's my point. What you know? I mean, I'm going to watch this new Star Trek that's going to be on this online platform thing that I'm not crazy about. But I'll watch it because I like Star Trek too. Right. And even though I'm not crazy about the USS Discovery footage they showed, this it looked very video game like to me, and I'm not feeling it. But I'll still watch it because Brian Fuller is the showrunner, and I love his work. And so, um, I'll well, yeah, 
mean, Fuller, if you're not familiar with it, with his work, uh, he did Dead Like Me and um, Pushing Daisies and uh, Wonderfalls and uh, Hannibal most recently. Right. He's a showrunner for American Gods that's coming out on Stars. He also he also cut his teeth on Star Trek. He did a bunch of stuff for DS9. I have a lot of episodes for Voyagers. And and so he's got a Star Trek background and he's got a love for Star Trek. So it's you know, you know, Fuller's Fuller's gonna be fun for it. It'll be good. Um you said there's a new trailer coming out. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Thursday. Uh there's a Rogue One trailer that's gonna be with the uh, Olympics. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. We'll air this tomorrow on a Wednesday. So tomorrow, for you, if you're listening to it on Wednesday, there's a Rogue One trailer coming out. So I don't know. It's but StarWars.com says it's new footage. So I don't know if it's the trailer they showed at London, uh, Star Wars Celebration Europe last month, or it's an expanded version. Hmm. Because for what I understand, the Celebration trailer had a lot of reused scenes. There was a couple of new things. And, of course, the spoiler was Vader. Right. Yeah, and so, but we all knew Vader was in this film. I would love to see Vader. Oh, I would love to see Vader. So. I I, I like the way this film looks. I think I'm going to like this one um, better than the last Star Wars. I think I am, too. Um, currently, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really good about it. Uh, Drew Hall said that it will probably be his favorite um, the guy who did cinematography is the guy who did cinematography for Saving Private Ryan. They've made a this is a war film, which is going to be interesting because I don't know how Star Wars is this family friendly franchise, right? And so while it has war and conflict, it's family friendly war and conflict. I mean, um, I'm not sure if a gritty war film fits it. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I would like. Yeah, I, that's what I want to see. But I don't. I, I don't want. I don't want a gritty Star Wars. So you want your cake and eat it too? I do. <laughs> you know. You know. That's a fine line. It, it's a fine. It line. is a fine line. I mean, and because that's what we're doing. That's you know why people are complaining about the. Superman movie, it's, it's gritty and dark and gray. And, and it's like, I, I don't think everything has to go through the gritty reboot. Well, even, even though S- Star Wars has been family friendly, it doesn't mean that everything is always. No, I'm not. I I'm mean, not, that people die. No, people, I, I mean, you know. and I'm not saying that. I just don't know if. I'm worried. I, I hope it's not like the opening of Seven Private Ryan, the Omaha Beach thing. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, I'm like, I don't have kids. But I don't know if I could bring kids to that and be like, all right, you're going to watch Stormtroopers you know, pick up their arms and stuff. I don't think it's going to be that graphic. But I because mean, we're looking at, a, you know, that's, a, you know, say for our rhymes to rated our film. Right. This will be a, most likely a PG-13. And, um, I, you know, I, that has been my concern about it, though. I, I I'm excited about it, but I don't want to be that. I don't think they would be that graphic with it. You know, I just, can't. just gritty. I just don't know. I just I, but, you know, the trailer, I've seen, I like I like Phyllis C. Jones. I like, uh, I like... You know, this is a rebellion. I rebel. I'm like, I love that. that. It's kind of sexy. I, I like, of course, being female. Um, I love all the strong um, female characters that um, Star Wars has. Right. I, it's just, I love it, love it, love it. I just can't get enough of it. And that even in your um, rebellion, Re- 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 Rebels, Rebels. Yeah. Um, 
it's uh, it's fantastic. I like seeing this. Right, because and for those out there, if you're not seeing, there are two awesome female characters in uh, Rebels. Um, Hera, who's my hero, I love her, and uh, she's a Twi'lek pilot. She's amazing. And then Sabine, who's a Mandalorian artist and explosive expert. She blows things up in paint. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to show. You. I can't wait to show you. I can't wait to see it, but yeah. I like I'm like, I'm very excited about this new movie because I I'm I'm going to love it. Ah uh, yeah, <laughs> so Thursdays there's a trailer. Um, we'll talk. We'll definitely talk about it next week. Yes. So, so definitely a Rogue One trailer. Hopefully we're not disappointed. Um, I'm not seeing anything this weekend. I don't think. This weekend I am. I think Sausage Party comes out this week. I'm curious about that. I may see that this weekend. If I, you know, I want to go see Tarzan, but that's purely for lustful purposes. It'll probably be a terrible movie. <laughs> I hear it's pretty good, though. Really? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I want to go see is Tarzan. Go see Tarzan. Oh. I might. There's a, you know. Hmm. <laughs> I read there's Harry a, Potter. There's a Skarsgård in that. <laughs> there is a Skarsgård, the pretty Skarsgård. Um, well, then you'll have to tell us about Harry Potter next time. I will. I'll tell you Because I haven't Harry read it Potter yet. Next so, time. But I haven't read any of them. But it's a script. I'd, I'd read this as a script. Yes, it's an easy read because so. it's a script. Because, you know, reading's hard for me. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for us. Good. Uh, we have been a strong hour, so I'm happy with that. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? Um, not this weekend. I am looking forward to um, our adventures at uh, Comic-Con coming up in a couple weeks. So we're going to be doing some crazy con stuff. We talked about that last week, so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Um, you can follow me at, at Scotty White on Twitter. Uh, you can uh, The website scottywhite.com. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Just Scotty White me. <laughs> Our ScottyWhite.com will get to all that. Stephanie, where are you? I am at Stephanie S. Ward 1 on Twitter. See so if you remember this I time. I know. I know. I'm so proud or you of can you. find me on Facebook. Yeah, just, just search Stephanie us out. Stephanie Stockwell Ward. Because she's all fancy. <laughs> fancy. She's so fancy. Well, you know, I, you know, I have to have my um, fancy middle name in there. Yes. <laughs> On everything. Had everything. We're professionals. Um, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Indiana, Lucas, Dustin, Will, and Mike, the, the squad for life, they bout that D&D, fighting demigorgons, mom said it's late, but shit, they ain't yawning, ride out on bikes, last time we see Will, he disappeared in thin air, shit's getting real, Joyce is freaking out, trying to find a son, Eleven's in the restaurant, stealing fries like a bum, Jonathan, Will's brother, that n***a's own one, 
photographing Nancy by the pool. That Steve's bitch, dude, you know the rules. Besides, I only got eyes for one chick. Barb looking sexy in those glasses and she's thick. N I'm trying to hit. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Barb. I'm sorry that monster rolled up on you so hard. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Barb. I'm sorry that monster rolled up on you so hard. You got snatched and took to the upside down place. Now you got witch crawling out your face. Crawling out your face. I'm sorry, man. Dish you for that douchebag Steve. Why didn't you just get in your motherfucking car and leave? I'm sorry, Nance. Is such a crap friend. Will we see you next season? Stranger things have happened. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Barb. I'm sorry that monster rolled up on you so hard. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Barb. I'm sorry that monster rolled up on you so hard. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.